Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Six and a half, make it seven minutes past the hour. You're tuned to Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Yes, this is Ring Talk. The man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. Having defended that title for better than... <laughs> 33 years. Straight up today, we're having a good time talking boxing and MMA. Hour number one, we'll talk boxing. Of course, boxing taking the center stage last night as ESPN Boxing went to New York City. Of course, the Big Apple. And, well, I started to tell you, I'll put it to you like this. We really expected good things out of this fight. I've talked about Vasil Lomachenko, the once-beaten two-time Olympian, two-time Olympic amateur champion. I mean, he's a stud, no doubt about that. And, of course, there's, there's a guy in the other corner who was undefeated in 17 fights. He was a stud as well. I'm talking about Guillermo Rigondeaux, another two-time Olympian. But guess what? One guy was a Olympian at like 122 pounds. I'll put it this way. One guy is a natural 122-pounder, and the other guy is a natural 130-pounder. And when you figure eight pounds between 122 and 130, it's like, God, you can imagine how much weight is. I tell you what, when I moved from 139 to 147, the size difference was incredible. It It was too much for me to handle. That was eight pounds at a bigger size. Imagine eight pounds at a smaller size. Last night, Lomachenko, well, he was just like the, gol- the, the jolly green giant. Just boxing you know, boxing circles around Rigondeaux. It wasn't even much of a match. In fact, I'll tell you how it ended. But straight up, wasn't too much of a fight uh, as far as ESPN was concerned and their ratings. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. The guilt-free text line is hot. It's happening, 415 275 1613. That's 415-275-1613. You tune Ring Talk live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Well, we 
offer our congratulations to Oklahoma Sooners quarterback Baker Mayfield, who wins the Heisman Trophy. What a year for Mayfield. In uh, 13 regular season games, he completes 71% of his passes for 4,340 yards and 41 touchdowns, an NCAA college rating of 203.8 for Baker Mayfield. And he is the winner over Bryce Love of Stanford. The fine Stanford running back averaged 8.3 yards per carry with 17 rushing touchdowns uh, during the season. But, uh, you know, he missed about a game and a half with the ankle sprain. Probably hurt some by Stanford's uh, late-night kickoffs along the West Coast. So Baker Mayfield of the Oklahoma Sooners wins the Heisman Trophy Award. We'll talk about that and more on our next edition of College Sports Insiders. I'm Pat Olson. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that I have two alternatives. Either go to jail or go to the Army. I'm only bold and cocky before and after fight. Let me see you close your mouth and just keep it closed. Well, you know that's impossible. No, 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 keep it closed. You know that's impossible. I'm the greatest. And I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too smart, I'll knock you out. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You sure know your boxing. Well... All I know is never bet on the white guy. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super My mother said it was never bragging when you were telling the truth. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Pilot and SB Nation. 
My name is Pedro Fernandez. Some of you might not know who I am. Let me give you a little uh, little tip here, a little insight, a little bio, a little quick bio. Uh, San Francisco native, born and raised here, of course, a long, long time ago. I'm an old guy. In fact, won four Golden Glove championships back in the days when the Golden Gloves were really hot and happening here in California. That's right, Golden Glove boxing championships. Uh, went to the Olympic trials, actually the Western Olympic trials, finished on my feet against a dude that was so bad you could strike a match on his chest and light it up. I mean, he was a tough, tough dude. Good old Vincent Webb of East St. Louis, Missouri. But, of course, I've won some uh, awards for writing and done this show for a while. So, you know, I guess I know my boxing a little bit. At least people say I do. But the bottom line is this old dog is learning new tricks all the time. So if you've got something you want to tip my hat on, let me know via the toll-free 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or hit me up on the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415 275 one six one three. So we go to the Big Apple, and I will just put it to you like this: I wanted good things out of last night's fight because a it was on ESPN Boxing or ESPN Television, therefore most of the world could watch it for not you know at not having to throw down any money. And this was a decent fight. I mean, we had a guy that was a undefeated uh, two time world champion as as an amateur, a world champion as a professional, but as an amateur. As a, a professional, 122-pound world champion, going up against a guy that weighed in 130 pounds, probably came in somewhere around 140 pounds, and Mr. Rigandale probably came in about 128 pounds because he, he was trying to keep his speed. But he was too small. He was too frail. He had good skill set. But, you know, you don't win fights making people miss. You don't win fights making other guys look bad. I mean, if he just stood straight up last night, uh, Lomachenko would have knocked him out probably within two or three rounds. I mean, that's how big much bigger and stronger than Mr. Lomachenko was. And I tell you like this, you know, people say that size only matters in porn. No, no, no. Size matters in combat sports. Look at those two guys last night. It was all about size, okay, because Rigondeaux just couldn't get nothing going. Had a nice jab, nice moves, nice speed, nice footwork. I mean, he's the consummate boxer. But when you're boxing a bigger, stronger guy that is equally skilled or maybe has uh, better skills than you, you're going to come up short, and that's just the way it was. Lomachenko now 10-1, 8 KOs, stopped the fight uh, after the seventh round when, you know, Mr. Rigondeaux said, I broke my hand. I broke my left hand. So the word went all over the arena that he broke his left hand, and guess what? He never landed his left hand. He must have broke it like playing with himself or, you know, before the fight or something because I'm telling you, it didn't happen in the fight. He never threw a left hand of significance in the entire fight that landed, and he claimed the back of his hand was broken. Fred pointed to the back of his left hand, okay, which had to be about a BS or bunk. And guess what? If it was broken, you probably should have fought on because, you know, you got paid a lot of money last night, and I know you're not supposed to engage in fights that you can't win in this and that, and that's what happened to Mr. Riggin down here. He engaged in a fight for the money that he couldn't win. I mean, he wanted to think he could win. People like myself wanted to think it was going to be a, a good uh, somewhat evenly matched competitive uh, event, and it wasn't. It was a rout. It was a mismatch. It was a, it was a blowout. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, he never landed a, dude, we're talking about two southpaws here, okay? It means they're left-handers, and their left hand is the power hand. The right hand is the jab and the hook off the right hand. Um, but the power hands, he never landed a decent punch last night. In fact, I asked the manager of Hector uh of Roberto Duran, the ex-manager of Duran, talking about Hector Martinez. I asked him last night, uh, did you see him land the left hand at all in the fight? He's not a single one. So we're both uh, 
perplexed as to how he could have uh, broken his hand. Anyway, the, the theater at Madison Square Garden, pretty pretty hot place last night, no doubt about that. I mean, the, the place was jumping. They didn't like uh, Mr. Rigandow. They liked Lomachenko. More power to him. I mean, Lomachenko brought the people. Rigandow had to realize, and I think I want to paint this picture for you, that he is the B-side of any record. And the reason why I say that is people don't consider him entertaining. He's 37 years old. Um, he doesn't deliver as far as ratings are concerned. The bottom line is he was sort of like a guy with a belt, but a guy with a belt that probably couldn't be beat at 122, even though he's 37 years old. But when you look at the big picture, and the big picture is stepping up and fighting a guy, not one weight class bigger than you, two weight classes bigger than you. Yikes, man. And when you looked at them in the ring, it's like, like a welterweight versus a featherweight. That's just the way it broke down there in the ring. I'm talking about Lomachenko, as I said, now 10-1. Stopping his men, making him quit on the stool. In fact, my dog is here in the studio with me. I wish she would speak on command because she would bark a couple of times. That would be like Guillermo rigging down last night. But give him his props. He made the money. This is a profession. You're a professional fighter. The idea is to make money. Of course, you're supposed to get in there and do your thing and, and be competitive. But when you're a fight that isn't competitive, you've got to find a way out. You just do without getting hurt. I mean, because had he not found a way out with that broken hand there or that alleged broken hand, he would have really gotten seriously hurt last night. I mean, Lomachenko was looking to do serious damage. He has the power. He has the leverage on his blows. He's a monster. What I'm trying to tell you is things weren't looking good for Guillermo Rigondeaux. So it was the smartest thing in the world. The second smartest thing he ever did was quitting in that fight last night. The first thing he ever did was taking the fight and making the money. Because now he can probably go back to 122 pounds and do something there, make a couple of dollars here and there. He's not in demand. Unfortunately, you know, people don't like. Uh, he, look, he's maybe I think Larry Merchant summed it best. Summed it best. Larry Merchant called him a uh, professional amateur. Well, let me tell you about Larry Merchant, the Godfather himself. Talked to him last night on the phone. He was in um, New York City for the fight. No, no, no. He was in New York City to see some friends. He wasn't going to the fight. He said, Pedro, I think this fight's going to stink. I said, I wouldn't go if I were you. I mean, I said, if I had the choice of Saturday night in New York City or Saturday night going to a fight that I could watch on ESPN or on my phone or something like that, man, I wouldn't even have to think twice about that. The Godfather didn't think twice about it either. I think he went out and took in a Broadway play, had a great time, and the fight, it's still stinking. It's, I mean, it just did. And you knew, you know, Bob Arum is, is a wonderful guy. Yeah, with an asterisk. Anyway, no, but he's Hall of Fame promoter. I mean, you know, he's going to turn 86 on Friday, so you got to give him his birthday props and this and that. But this was so so obvious going in that, you know, that Mr. Rigandow was like a 4-1 to one underdog. A two, two, I mean, the guy's undefeated. He's a world champion and two-time amateur world Olympic champion, and he's coming in as a 4-1 to one underdog, 370 to 1, 370 to 100. That was, that was what it broke down to, almost 4-1, to one, better than 3.5. Wow. Think about that. Supposed to be two guys on a major fight. You want to know why the excitement wasn't there last night? Because if they'd have pried into this fight hard, if they'd have really picked a scab on this fight, they'd have realized it, is, it was what it was, a mismatch going in. And it turned out just, I mean, that's, you, didn't need to be, you didn't need to be a psychic to figure that one out. I mean, you were hoping, praying, hoping, wishing, whatever that song was that uh, Patula Clark used to do, wishing and hoping. All right, you were wishing and hoping it was going to be a great night for boxing. And it wasn't. And yet, the top-ranked announcer afterwards for ESPN got in the ring. I'm not going to mention him, a Latino dude. And he said it was a great night for boxing. You know what, man? You are a 24-karat buffoon. I'm serious. I'm not going to mention your name. 
a clown. Stop shilling, man. Be real. It's a shame of you being Latino and in the ring last night coming up with that lame-ass interview. <laughs> you tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 21 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live from the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California, live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And get this, the guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk, hey, but you know that. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. 
you're going to love your Sunsetter retractable awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. This night, the referee is going to be the most important man in the ring other than the fighters. You went in. You went in. Huh? Come on, Roy. You've got to, Johnny, you've got to f***ing do what you got to do. This f***ing Roy is doing everything, man. Come on. Norman Stone just called his fighter Roy. Get this motherfucker. Fight him. Go and get him. Go and fight this guy. Hands up. You think you're going to the body? You come up to the head. Come up to the head. Fight him. Come on, Johnny. Fight him. He's taking your the One of the good things that's happening is here we'll never probably never have to see Norman Stone again. That'd be good. Now more ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Larry Merchant talking about Stoney Norman Stone. Of course, that that rant uh, compelled pushed um, John Ruiz into a pick. To, I put this made him a millionaire. That big sure wasn't John Ruiz's boxing abilities. It was Norman Stone screaming at press conferences, making things crazy, and this. And of course, he was out of his absolute mind. But more power to him. I hear he's still rocking and rolling in Boston and got a couple of fighters still. More power to Normie <laughs> Stoney. Yeah. Anyway, Orlando Salido, remember him? And he beat. Uh, Vasil Lomachenko, the aforementioned 100 WBO 130-pound world champion, of course, who was victorious last night when Guillermo Rigondeaux barked his way out of a fight after seven rounds. Anyway, 37-year-old Salido now says he's retiring, 44-14, and 14, never a great record, 31 KOs. Of course, he was a guy from Tijuana, always came to battle, no doubt about it, always came to battle. And all those wars, man, they caught up with him. I saw him a few years ago at the uh, World Boxing Organization, Organization Convention. I think it was either in in Florida or Puerto Rico, and he was, you know, he, he was showing the residual signs of boxing at that point in time. Yet they wanted to push the envelope a few more times for a few more paydays. I mean, this is what this is all about: professional boxing. Like I said, with Guillermo Rigondeaux last night, may have quit, uh, may have pulled a not so honorable act in going out in the way, in the manner in which he did. But the bottom line was, at the end of the day, he is a professional fighter, and he was paid for that, so he wants to make money. More power to him. Anyway, Salido's retired, 37 years old now. Got lit up last night by a last-minute replacement. And I'm surprised that Sean Gibbons, who's the manager in this matchmaker extraordinaire, I mean, forget all the, all the nefarious things he's done in this time. He's a great father, a great husband, and a pretty good matchmaker. Um, but anyway, he put this fight together. And he, put the, he allowed this guy by the name of uh, Mickey Roman. That's right, Mickey Roman. Miguel Mickey Roman to come in, and Roman, of course, came in and just spanked him. I mean, came in on the last minute. 
man. Like like the day before this, hey, we need a guy in the last day. And you know, on it on 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 occasion, that kind of stuff will come back and bite you in the face. And obviously, it did this time for Sean Gibbons and Salido because all all you know, they didn't need to go out that way. Anyway, pound for pound, who is the best fighter pound for pound in all of boxing right now? Lomachenko, Crawford, Golovkin. What do you think? Canelo? Who? I mean, who? If you think Canelo won that fight with Golovkin, you got to think Canelo deserves to be mentioned in there, right? And it was a draw. So Canelo, Gennady, uh, Terrence Crawford, Vasil Lomachenko, think about that. Anyway, bottom line is Mickey Miguel Roman is now 58 and 12, 45 kills, a veteran. So they knew who this guy was, and I'm looking at his body. He's not a guy. He came in shape. I mean, he was ready to rock. I mean, there was no doubt about it. He came into this fight, this 130-pound fight, ready to go, and as I said, stopping Salido and dropping him, putting him on his butt, and just wasn't a pretty sight. But that's the way old guys go out boxing. I mean, that's just the way it, it's just the way it is, baby. That's life. I mean, everybody, 99% of the time or 90% of the time or close to 9 out of 10 times, a fighter goes out on a loss. Whether he's an amateur or professional, he always go, usually always goes out on a loss. Me, myself, <clears throat> I went out on a loss. Yeah, lost the decision. So that was it. Looked down at my mother. Said, I had enough. She goes, they haven't even announced the decision yet. I said, Mom, Mom, I'm not feeling it. And I knew it. She was sort of my running coach. So Mom was more than a... Just my mother. She was more, more like my my spiritual coach and my running coach. She was she was a dog too. She could just you're running uphill. She's like hitting the horn. You're not running fast enough. You're not running fast enough, man. She didn't need a bullhorn. She was screaming out the window. Anyway, that was with the days uh, of being an amateur fighter here in Northern California. Some other guys on the card last night. Although I really wasn't impressed with them. I mean, I don't know that they think they really think that. <clears throat> Ireland's Michael Conlon is like a 2016 Olympian. I don't know last night. I I, I, I wasn't all that impressed. The guy that I was lanky, he's 5-0 now, four KOs. I mean, he went to distance for the first time. He went 40-36 to 36 on the scorecards. He fought a guy that couldn't figure out how to uh, stop a bigger and taller guy because guess what? With decent skills, with decent skills, Luis Fernando Molina could have uh, made that fight competitive. He just didn't know how. Just couldn't couldn't spell fight that well. Sorry, man, just couldn't. Molina now four four and one. Uh, obviously, you know, not a great record. They brought him in there to lose, and he lost four four and one with only one KO. But Conlon, not my um, not my pick for a future world champion. Sorry, maybe it's just not the way it is. Former uh, world champion from Mexico, super featherweight, hundred thirty pound champion, Bandito Vargas. Francisco Bandito Vargas now twenty four one. And a couple of draws, 17 whacks of Mexico City, returned to the ring with a ninth-round stoppage over England's Swifty Smith. Now, Swifty is not so Swifty as he's 25-4 and four with 15 kills. <laughs> that was part of that HBO boxing after dark telecast. Did you, even, did you even know HBO was on last night? Isn't that sort of weird? Wasn't that weird how, how HBO got showed up by, by ESPN? HBO puts nothing into their boxing anymore. There's no money in the, in the, uh, in the boxing budget. I mean, absolutely none. And Larry Merchant and I have talked about this in the past. I mean, they were the heavyweight champion of cable. I mean, nobody put on better fights than HBO. I mean, HBO had the money to lay out for the fights, too. Now, either they don't have the money or they don't want to lay out the money for it or the fights aren't there. The great fights aren't there. The good fights aren't there. Because let's be honest. I mean, when I look at there are Rigondeaux and Lomachenko. I'm thinking maybe, mm, you know, Sanchez and Gomez. Battle of the Little Giants, 122 pounds back in, uh, 126 pounds back in 1981. Well, it didn't, didn't turn out to be that kind of a fight. But, you know, that's what you're hoping for. And that's what you're hoping for in these boxing matches. They need to put together bigger, 
greater fights, and they can only do that if these promoters sort of come together. If they don't come together, it ain't going to happen, man. Sort of like the Republicans and the Democrats. If they can't come together, not a whole lot's going to happen here in this country. No doubt about that. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I want to mention, before I go on to any more results, not a good thing here. Super middleweight contender Eric Eric uh, Scopeland, 26-1, coming off a brutal fight against Callum Smith. Callum can fight a little bit. In his September World Boxing Super Series bout was feeling ill and had to be taken to the hospital after a training session. He's training again in Sweden, and he was placed in a medically induced coma and underwent surgery last night to repair a bleed in his brain. Not too good. The next three to four days are really critical as to what happens with that young man. Best of luck to uh, best of luck to him and his family. Man, that's a bit of anyway. Speaking of old guys, hmm, how about Mr. DeGaulle? Yeah, James DeGaulle. Well, last night somebody called him Fat Boy DeGaulle. Anyway, he showed up at the ring in London, fat and out of shape. He dropped his record now to twenty-three, two and one. Minnesota's unheralded Caleb Truex, who I had a a memorable fight with uh, Jermaine Taylor a few years ago, I believe. He's now 29-3 with a couple of draws and 18 kills. Scored this upset 12-round majority win over there. And guess what? If he beat him over there, he really beat him down. Because, you know, to, get, to give the guy give the guy, the out-of-town guy, the nod in, in, in England when you're beating a hometown guy like that, guess what? Something's going to happen. Anyway, guess what's going to happen? Looks like unbeaten heavyweight Luis Talk about steroid boy Ortiz. Now, what is he now? 28-0, and he's a WBC, I think, number one contender. He and Deontay Wilder, of course, uh, got into a little bit of a tiff after Ortiz won by KO Friday night in Miami. Wilder says he wants him. The other guy says he wants him. These two guys, they went at it. It would be a great fight. But any fight involving Ortiz now, with me, at least, and I was a big fan of his going into this, even though I gave him a pass the first time. Listen, the guy tested positive for Flintstone vitamins, for steroids. But I gave him a pass. I gave him a pass this time. But when he tested positive the second time, I wasn't giving him a pass. Nobody deserves a pass the second time around. Okay? So him and Deontay Wilder, looks like it will happen. I don't know why Wilder just wants him, not anybody else. I mean, this guy's a dangerous guy. And of all the people that Deontay Wilder can fight outside of Anthony Joshua, this is probably the most dangerous opponent out there. So I guess he's trying to make his props. But looks like that fight's going to happen sometime in 2018. Speaking of Anthony Joshua, the current recognized world heavyweight champion in 2016, take that back, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, um, undefeated now, 20-0, 20 wax. He's going to be taking on, of course, Joseph Parker. That fight's all but said and done. Parker was clamoring for more money because Parker's only going to get his one day in the sun here. Of course, the fight will take place in front of probably about eighty five to 90,000 screaming Brits. And, you know, Mr. Parker wants to get paid for that. But guess what, Mr. Parker? The only person screaming in that arena probably will be your relatives and maybe a couple of fans from New Zealand. Outside of that, it's all about Anthony Joshua. He's the man. He is the A side of the record, much like Lomachenko was the A side of the record last night, of course, with Mr. Guillermo Rigondeaux. Wow. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. We're talking boxing this hour. We're going to shift gears at the top of the hour, of course, talk MMA, USC. Uh, last night in, of all places, Fresno, California, which is famous for one thing. Giving me my first traffic ticket back in like, God, if I give you the date, you really know how old I am. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Stevie Wonder to the break. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Sing in the crowd. You love dogs to me so loud. Girl, do- 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price. Again, get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, I saw a kid in Minneapolis fight once in Cincinnati. Going to take you back in time, baby. 1990, May the 7th, the godfather Jack Fisk, of course, the Hall of Fame writer, the 37-year columnist, the San Francisco Chronicle, Hall of Famer, as I said, all over the world, man. International Boxing Hall of Fame, World Boxing Hall of Fame. He's just, he was like the man. Tuesday and Saturday, Jack Fisk's column, before the internet, his column was the most widely read column in the entire world of boxing. I kid you not. Let me tell you this. Uh, there were people that worked at Top Rank, and what they do is they would call the office and have somebody fax them Jack's column wherever they were in the world. 
either on a Tuesday or a Saturday. I kid you not. In fact, uh, Pat Rizzo used to tell me that she has to get up on a Saturday or go to the casino late on a Friday night to try to get an early edition in order to fax a copy of Jack's column to her boss or somebody else in the top rank office. Anyway, the bottom line is Jack Fisk and I decide we're going to, you know, take off and go to L.A. and watch this great fight. Of course, we think it's going to be a fantastic fight. We're talking about the undefeated uh, Gerardo Martinez out of San Jose, California. Man, he was a stud. I mean, he was just, he was so impressive. I mean, what can I say? We, 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 we were just blown away by him. He didn't have the greatest footwork in the world, but he sort of made up for any, any deficiencies he had, deficiencies he had moving around the ring <clears throat> um, with, <clears throat> with his other skills. I mean, he was just a well-polished guy. Of course, he was managed and promoted by Miguel Hara. Of course, he is the taco baron, the burrito king of Northern California. In fact, his, uh, his, his place, La Taqueria, he's only got one left. He had one in San Jose. Actually, two in San Francisco and one in San Jose. Only one left in the city. But it wins the Zagat Award for the best burrito and taco year in and year out. Nobody else even comes close. Anyway, Miguel Hara had star boxing back in the late 1980s. And, he, you know, he had a couple of decent fighters. He had a lot of so-so fighters. But he had this one good fighter, undefeated Gerardo Martinez. He was undefeated. He was ranked number one, I believe, by the World Boxing Council. So we went down <clears throat> excuse me, to L.A. to watch Gerardo take on Re- me, me, uh, Happy Laura. I'm not Happy Laura. Miguel Raul Laura. Anyway, it was a good fight. I mean, on paper, I mean, you know, two guys with solid credentials, number one guy, maybe the number one A guy. I mean, these two guys are supposed to be the two studs at 118. And then the fight started. And then something happened. And Gerardo started sliding around the ring like, like, like he was on ice skates, not on roller skates, on ice skates. In other words, he was like, his legs were going, to, whoa, his legs were like spreading apart. He couldn't control his legs. And I'm saying to myself, what the hell is going on? Because I'm ringside and I'm freaking out, okay? This kid's fighting for the world title and he's sliding around the ring like, like he's sliding around the ring. Well, it turns out he had leather boxing sole shoes. And even though there was all kinds of issues regarding the leather sole shoes and the canvas ring and this kind of stuff, that, did, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Somebody had gotten to his shoes the night before or in the training process, because he wore these brand-new shoes for the very first time, something I'm all also against as well. Uh, you don't wear shoes for the first time in a fight. Well, where are you supposed to wear them, Pedro? Well, you wear them in the ring, or you wear them walking around, or you wear them doing something, because you get comfortable, comfortable with them first before you go there and try to plant your toes into a shoe and punch off it, because you can get some nasty, nasty blisters. Anyway, so <clears throat> Gerardo is sliding around the ring. First round, he's sliding around. I look at Jack Fisk. Jack Fisk looks at me. We don't know what to say. I mean, we just, we're speechless. I mean, we don't, we're not speechless too often, okay? After the second or third round, I looked over at him. I said, WTF? And he, that's what he said, WTF. He couldn't figure it out either. So we're still perplexed. And get this, he's sliding around the ring all the while. Raul, Raul Laura is this, is this, Lara is this gangster slapping him. I mean, because if you got a got a guy that can't stand up, that can't can't stand up on two feet, um, nothing's going to happen as far as him hitting you or anything like that. You know, I mean, he's sliding all over the place. I'm seriously, folks. Imagine this sliding. In other words, sliding. I can't say sliding enough. How do I say sliding? Sliding. Why do I say that? They put WD forty on his shoes. That's right. Somebody put WD forty on his shoes the night before. They thought they thought it was put on the night before, and the suspicion was. As somebody from Forum Boxing, then run by Tony Curtis, former matchmaker, and John Jackson, the late uh, head 
of Forum Box. Of course, that was owned by Jerry Buss, the owner of the L.A. Lakers. But um, it was suspected that people in Forum Boxing mm, had pulled some nefarious stuff, had snuck into Gerardo Martinez's room during the uh, during the weigh-in process, because that's when they were away from the room, and somebody sprayed the shoes with, you know, with... Uh, with WD-40 or some type of lubricant, because we took the I took the shoes to a lab afterwards. I turned this to a to a news special for the Financial News Network Sports FNN Sports, and uh, they were a TV network back in the day. It's sort of like today's like uh, MSNBC or something like that, but they were all stocks, and on the weekend they were sports. Anyway, so I did this TV special for them, and I took the shoes to the lab, and the chemist told me, yeah, there's like a, a WD-40 type of silicon applicant that was. It was uh, some type of grease applicant was put on the bottom of the soles of the shoes that was applied shortly before Gerardo went into the ring. So I said, the number one suspect is obviously the other guy, right? I mean, come on, man. Mm. Foreign boxing, guys from Tijuana, Nacho Weizar had Lara. Nacho Weizar not considered the, uh, well, you know, I mean, some things happen across the border that usually, back in those days especially, that couldn't happen over here. Okay, so... All kinds of crazy things were going on. He's still sliding around the ring, and I'm freaking out. I'm just absolutely freaking out because I, I've pegged this kid to be the next world champion. I mean, he's going to be, if, if he were to be able to fight Lara standing up, stand up, stand up, he'd have beat Lara. There's just no doubt about it. His skills were that good, and he got burned. I mean, he, he just did because they ended up stopping the fight. I mean, they ended up stopping the fight in the ninth round, and it wasn't pretty. And, of course, the referee was Hank Alesbrew, Hank <laughs> Thirsty one last the guy that I caught drinking before a couple of fights. And, of course, he was the same referee that allowed the death. That's right, and I'll say it right here, broadly on worldwide radio. Hank Alesbrew allowed the death of, De- of uh, Rico Velasquez down there in San Jose, California, I believe in 1988 or 89, when he let David uh, Gonzalez beat on him like a bongo drum. And I remember I remember before the he died in the ninth round. So before the ninth round, I jump up and run to the ring, and the aforementioned godfather, Jack Fisk, he grabs me. He goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You don't know boxing? Didn't mean to insult him like that. So I ran up to the ring, and I ran up to Hank. I said, Hank, stop the fight. Hank, stop the fight, Hank. He's in bad shape. He's really, he's going to get him killed, Hank. He's been not, Hank, please stop the fight. Please, please stop the fight. He grabs his towel. He wipes his brow. He looks at me. He says, sit down, son. Let me do my work. Well, 35 seconds later, the kid was dead. Maybe he was already dead. Maybe his brain was already bleeding. But the bottom line is he was laying there on the canvas, not not, not breathing. I had to scream at the doctors in order to get uh, – I did this. I had to scream at the doctors in order to get the, the oxygen in the ring. It was just an ugly scene. The, uh, the, 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 the doctor that night, of course, was a, uh, a paraplegic – not a paraplegic. He was a guy that had those aluminum, aluminum – uh, Canes, you know what I'm talking about? Those crutches, the aluminum crutches where he had, like, I didn't even have some issues. Anyway, he couldn't get up in the ring, so he never saw the fighter, and the fighter died. I mean, like, a couple hours later, you know, officially, but he was essentially dead right there in the ring. And I begged Alesper to stop the fight, and he wouldn't stop it. Anyway, Alesper was the, the referee that night, and Alesper was, like, blown away. He couldn't figure out what was going on himself. He, he didn't know what was going on. They were sliding all over the ring. They didn't know what to do. They used a razor blade. They tried to cut the bottoms of the soles of his shoes. You get him some traction. That didn't work. What they should have done was taking his shoes off and just let him fight in his bare feet. And it didn't. If the athletic commission didn't want to let him do that, they needed to make some type of ruling involved that. Because the bottom line is, he was unfit to fight. Well, I mean, if you're fighting on ice skates in a boxing match, you matter that wearing roller skates in a boxing ring. Roller skates or ice skates. That's what it was all about. 
roller skates or ice skates, you can take your choice. That's how uh, not in control Gerardo Martinez was of his legs and what he did with his punches. It was just, it was, it was sad. Anyway, so as I said, we pointed a finger at Nacho Weezer at Tijuana, of John Jackson, not as much of John, but of Tony Curtis, a matchmaker, and those guys. We said, man, this is right up their alley. This is this is the kind of stuff, <clears throat> this is the kind of stuff they dream about. I mean, this just it's just you know it's just a little you're tweaking stuff here and there to make sure fights go the right way, okay? And probably they, I thought that they put money on Lara, and obviously uh, I was thinking it had to be the other guy, but it wasn't the other guy. It wasn't the other team. No, no, it was Team Martinez. Right. Gerardo Martinez was def- was uh, he was done wrong by his own trainer, Pancho Pancho Gomez. I mean, it was it was it was sad, man. It just was Pancho Lopez. It was just so sad because what happened was Lopez came back that night, sprayed this stuff on the bottoms of the shoes, and do nothing. And then when this is all going down in the ring, he's playing stupid because I'm saying to him, "Hey, man, what's going on? What the hell is going on?" I'm screaming at him during the fight, "What's going on?" And he goes, "Hey." He just looked at me like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he knew. That's what really ticks me off to this day is that when he gave me that, I don't know, that kind of thing, you know, when he put his hands out, I don't know. He, he knew. He did it. He was the guy. So how do we find out? All those years afterwards, and we were all freaking out, saying to ourselves, you know, we'll never know, sort of like the maybe the Kennedy assassination. You'll never know the, actually the, the exact details per se, but we found out the exact details. Yep. Miguel Hara, the taco king, the burrito king of Northern California, told me that when Pancho Lopez was dying, that Pancho Lopez called Miguel Hara to his bedside and told him right then and there that guess what? I threw the fight. I sprayed WD-40 on the soles of Gerardo Martinez's boxing boots, and that's what enabled Lara to beat him down and make him a, a, a knockout loser in nine rounds. I kid you not, he admitted this on his deathbed, on his deathbed. I mean, it doesn't get much more dramatic than that. Guy calls you to his deathbed. Hey, Poncho, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're dying. Oh, let me tell you. You know that one world champion you should have had? I fixed the fight. Sorry. Should have choked him out right then and there, man. That's bad news. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I think that's managed. You are tuned to the Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Network. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. 
We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good to see you're still alive. I think I like you. Upcoming in hour number two, on the other side of the news or whatever they play at the top of the hour in your local area, um, we'll talk MMA. Of course, UFC 218 last week. Max Holloway still the world uh, featherweight champion, 145 pounds. Of course, stopping Jose Aldo, the former champion in the third round. Going to say might be over for Aldo. We'll talk about that. Of course, the USC rocking and rolling last night as well in Fresno, California. But back to Gerardo Martinez, the aforementioned Gerardo Martinez. Outstanding young man. I mean, never any police blotters or nothing like that. I mean, retired at 29 and 3. Uh, got stopped twice, of course, with the stoppage by Lara and 15 KOs. But the stoppage by Lara, then he came back and, and he had a few fights one, two, three, four, five wins and he beat Eddie Croft over 12 rounds. That was impressive. Eddie Croft, of course, was 18-0 coming in. Eddie was the man. No, take it back. Yeah, he beat Eddie Croft. So he went on to fight uh, Orlando Canizales for the world championship. The IBS highly lost, and he TKO in four, round number four. Now that was down in San Jose. But he was a, a shell of his former self, shell of his former self at that point. And he lost his last fight to Ricardo Mendina. That was in 1994. So Gerardo Martinez still doing his thing, still living in the Bay Area, although he's got family in Texas. And I wish him the very best when it was ever a guy. And Miguel Hart, the two nicest guys there could ever be in the world of boxing, they were too nice. They were too good. They were too classy for the squared circle. 
I'm just, I just have to say it like that. Miguel Hara was not a guy. There's not a crooked bone in his body. It's just not. And for him to get done wrong like that, it was sort of like when you have one of the most honest people you've ever met in your entire life, and he's going through this this boxing endeavor, and sort of you've sort of been down this road with him. You're 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 taking the path with him down this boxing road, okay? And boxing just screwing him over like a crack whore. It was very, very frustrating. In fact, to watch him walk away from boxing, he closed the Star Boxing Gym about 1995, and that was essentially the end of it. Star Boxing in San Jose, California, ceased to exist. Hour number two, Max Holloway will be here. Of course, the former current world featherweight champion has said 145 pounds, as will Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez talking smack, of course, about Conor McGregor. McGregor, is he ever going to fight again? Would you fight again? Think about this. You made $100 bucks the last time out. Yeah, at least, yeah, hundred million bucks. Him and him and Floyd spent a lot of money, mm. and of course, Floyd made about three hundred million. But if he got a hundred million bucks out of this, and I think he did, what would compel you to ever want to fight again? Besides, the taxes in Europe are ridiculous. Outside of that, what would want to make what, what, what will make you want to fight again if you're going to make like five or ten million bucks? I mean, nobody's going to pay him a hundred million bucks to fight anybody in the world to mix martial arts. Not Eddie Alvarez. Not anybody. Okay, so where's Conor going to go? I mean, Connor's going to get record purses, but is Connor going to get what he thinks he's worth? Probably not. So I'm not sure that Connor McGregor will ever fight again. Anyway, we hear from Eddie Alvarez now. Remember, too, of course, he former Bellator, former uh, former Bellator and UFC lightweight champion. We'll hear about him. We'll hear from him about what he thinks about Connor McGregor and if Connor's taken a turn towards the dark side. Per se, that's right, the notorious one. Speaking of the notorious one, I've got this latest DVD right here in the studio. You want it? Mm, shoot me a text, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. The latest DVD on the media icon, of course, from Ireland. And that's right, bottom line is they call them outrageous. So that's what the video is called, outrageous. I've got it right here in the studio. If you want it, text me, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. As I said, Larry Merchant, smart enough last night to... Taking a Broadway play, baby, instead of that bogus, bunk-ass fight. Guillermo rigging down. He deserves to be slapped around for the fight for his performance. The promoter, Bob Arum, 86 years old this Friday. Happy birthday, Bob. But, you know, putting that match together, what did you really expect when you had size going with your guy to that extent? I mean, good Lord. Like I said, size matters in two things, porn and combat sports. You're tuned to hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports File on SB Nation Radio. Stay tuned on many of your affiliates on the upcoming hour. We're talking mixed martial arts. That's right. MMA. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fourth coming on SB Nation and Sports File on Radio. 